0: Wow, this is a big story, Global News, talking about the fact that family members of three victims of the December 2015 shooting rampage in San Bernardino, California, remember the couple that went in and opened fire on that holiday gathering Um, At that government building in San Bernardino, they killed 14 people and wounded 22 others. The family members have sued Facebook, Google and Twitter, claiming that the companies permitted Islamic State to flourish on social media. Here to talk about that case and the possibility of this moving forward. uh, Lauren Honigman, Honigman, our AM640 uh, legal analyst. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: Good. It's been a while, sir. Um, Do they have a case here?
1: Well, you know, it's always like we run into this problem all the time, Kelly, when we look at American cases, and you always start by going, okay, that's in the U.S., so... Uh, let's look at it from whether or not somebody could actually file that type of lawsuit here. I mean, anybody can file a lawsuit. The key, here's the key problem, Kelly. When you when you sue somebody, and let's say you are trying to say that somebody's actions had something to do with the harm. So in this particular case, of course, the harm would be what, what happened to all those uh, all those families, all mm-hmm. those people who died, and. One of the things that they're saying is let's look at what they're actually arguing. They're saying, look, if you didn't let the, these people, i.e. ISIS, if you didn't let them uh, provide terrorists, uh, these uh, accounts to use social networks as a tool for spreading all this propaganda, raising funds, et cetera, et cetera, um, they wouldn't be where they are. They wouldn't do what they were doing, and our family members would still be alive.
0: They have a point.
1: Well— they may have a point when you look at it uh, intuitively, but they may not have a point at all when you look at it legally, because you've got to look down this chain of what we call the chain of causation. And one of the first things we look at is foreseeability. So you say to yourself, okay, is it reasonably foreseeable? Is it that the risk or damages that these people are saying uh, happen that these, these, um, uh, uh, social media groups like Facebook, Twitter, etc. could they be liable for it? I'll give you an example, Kelly, where, where it's easy to find foreseeability. Mm-hmm. Let's say uh, the government didn't send out uh, plows on the highway during a snowstorm, and somebody crashes and injures themselves and sues the government. And the court says, would it have been foreseeable to the government that by not plowing uh, something could have happened, and the, the, there's an easy answer. The answer there would be yes, mm-hmm. very easy. In this particular case, you'd have to look down this chain and say, would it be reasonably foreseeable that if Facebook or Google or or any of these groups allowed people to go on there, that this type of harm that somebody would walk in and cause uh, and and um, get involved in a terrorist act? So. That's one of the one of the key problems when you get into lawsuits like this, because you have to be able to look at your chain, walk it down, and say, "Oh yeah, look, they allowed people to get on these websites, they allowed them to do this, they allowed, and then that then inspired somebody else, who then inspired somebody else, who then walked into a place and started shooting." It's um, it's a tenuous connection, to say the least.
0: Has is there any precedent for this?
1: I haven't seen it when, you know, I can't remember ever seeing something like this, Kelly, where, where you look at it and you say, this is what's happening. But let me tell you something that you find interesting, and I'm sure your callers will, would have a lot to say about this. There's, there's, it's happening more and more now where people are saying, look, if something wasn't posted or if something wasn't published, uh, this would not have occurred. And we're seeing this a lot more. We, uh, you know, I deal with it a lot in my own practice where, you know, people are saying, look, you know, somebody posted something on this blog and because they posted on this blog, um, I lost all this business. And you go, okay, well, now we've got a now when you think about what I was talking about before, about foreseeability and causation, you can see where that can be. So I think what may be happening here. Is is, is, it's following a new trend, if you will, in law where people are publishing things and other people are now trying to hold them responsible. In this particular case, it'll be interesting to see how the courts there deal with this uh, as to whether or not they even have a a hope to keep this lawsuit alive.
0: Because it can be thrown out before it even gets going.
1: Oh, sure. I mean, I, I'm assuming that they have the same type of uh, practices that we do here called summary judgment, or or even more called a no reasonable cause of action. because interesting, Kelly, if that lawsuit was brought here in Canada, we have in Ontario, under our rules of civil procedure, we can take a case immediately to court and say, you've got no reasonable cause of action. You can't sue us for something like this. There would be no, no reasonable cause of action here at all to sue us because somebody went online on one of, you know, we're a facilitator. We allow the exchange of information. We can't be held. Re- can you imagine Google being held responsible for every single wrong that may have taken place because something somebody has posted something. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a new burgeoning area. that we, Google's been taken to court for some things, but, but a lot of it has to do with if you give somebody notice, if you give a website notice, if you say, hey, listen, you better take that down because if you don't take that down, I'm going to sue you because you're leaving that up there and that's causing me a lot of trouble. That's a little different than if, some, you know, if, if people are posting things all over the place. So this, this lawsuit raises a lot of interesting legal
0: Yeah. And the main uh, what they're saying here, their main statement is without defendants, Twitter, Facebook and Google, the explosive growth of ISIS over the last few years into the most feared terrorist group in the world would not have been possible and their family members would still be alive. It's an interesting case. And I can see this. uh, You know, if it does move forward, it's going to set precedent for a lot of other cases being accepted.
1: Always always interested. And always we put a little asterisk, Kelly, beside asterisk beside it because it's in the U.S.,
0: Lauren, I appreciate you being here on the show. It's good to hear your voice on the show again.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: All right, Lauren Honigman, AM640 Legal Analyst and partner with BTZ Live.